You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Hello, welcome to the Creatively Geeky Show. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight, I'm joined by uh, the usual crew of Chris and Ray. How are y'all doing? Good. Better now. Better now. That's right. Oh. This is technically version two of episode yes. 19. Uh, didn't really get too far though. in the other episode the other night. had uh, Let me just tell you. So um, we started the show, and Chris is, is, is starting to update us as to what she's been working on. And we hear a crash. And here's the funny thing. It it sounded like it sounded like from a movie or a cartoon. Like it literally sounded like a crash. Like you would hear like, you know, when you think, oh, someone broke a window in a movie or that's what it sounded like. Yeah. And Ray jumps up to go find out what's going on. And I'm like, do y'all need to go? And she's like, well, maybe. Hold on. Listening. Oh, no, we need to go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what was it that made the crashing sound? So well, I, actually, before before that happened, we actually lost the power, power. briefly. Power. Oh, that's then, right. Yes. And then we started back up again. So yes. we were like, okay, yeah, no, everything's good. So what had happened? Well, at first we heard the when I heard the crash, I thought the cat had knocked something over because she's got a penchant for walking on ledges and behind things and pushing them off because cats are jerks. So I thought she'd broken. I had this big giant glass jar full of granola. I thought she'd gotten behind it somehow and knocked it off its ledge mm-hmm. because it would make it was pretty big so that's why i was waiting to see if i need because if he could just clean it up himself then i'd be totally fine we can continue but no you go ahead no so we uh we get to the uh, porch area of our house and i'm like what the hell's going on and so i open the door to look outside because i'm afraid like maybe part of a tree's come down on the house or something and all of a sudden I see movement and hear movement and more glass falling. Um, our neighbor's gazebo decided to take flight and uh, wanted to come into our house. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> uh, this thing was heavy. Yeah, like, it was this metal was, frame. It was, yeah, yeah I, it, it was robust. Was, it took two of us to lift it. Uh, and it should have been three of us, but two of us got it up and out of the way. Um, but what had happened was there was a, a, a burst of wind and it lifted the gazebo up and off like it was tied down yeah uh and it lifted it up and twisted it up over the up and over uh, two of the ropes let go and it came flying and uh hit one of the small panes the window in our thankfully it was a small one uh i was thinking about it right now our saving grace that it was only small panes because there's a kind of a makeshift fence in between our properties. So it mm-hmm. probably got butted up against that first and the it, trajectory of it. It did, yeah. Tilted. So it, Yeah. Otherwise, I think it would have just smashed right in if the fence hadn't been there. I think it would have taken out yeah. the whole... Which would have been a different story entirely. Yeah, there, there would have been at least three windows. Probably. Probably wow. smashed. Yeah. Yeah, which would have been expensive. <laughs> yeah, but I thought somebody was coming in. So I freaked out. And so I know, yeah, she saw movement uh, when she saw it. She's like, oh shit, no, like, she was out, she was I gone. Yell. I yell, <laughs> I don't scream when I'm scared. I yell and booked it and left my family I like, no, behind. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah. It's just something. So I thought again, maybe it's a tree branch, yeah. maybe it's something else. I go outside and sure enough, it's the gazebo. It's I'm gazebo. like, holy fuck. Yeah. 
So got the flashlight, got everything, ran over to the neighbors, and we moved it yeah, in the way. and I cleaned up all the glass, and it didn't take very long to clean up. It was actually... No. But by the end of all that, your adrenaline's all spent. <laughs> I was tired. I'm like, I can't come back. She, she was done. I was done. I looked at the time, <laughs> and I go to bed. That was enough excitement for one day. Uh, yeah, I bet. Uh, oh, but everything's fine, and we're going to get the window fixed. Somebody's coming by next week to look at it. Good deal. And if they can't, I'll be able to do it. I just need a piece of glass, so... And other things to put it in, but yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, uh, let's go ahead and move back in yes. to our, uh, our our initial topic, which is always uh, what we've been working on. Uh, <laughs> you had started off first time, Chris, so uh, you'll start off again. Um, okay. You said <laughs> that uh, you were going to work on the uh, Death Eater blanket. Yeah. You were going to... Th- you were thinking about doing some Lord of the Rings blankets, mm-hmm. and I had thrown in there about DMing the Maker and becoming Knights. All right, okay. so so where are you where are you sitting at? So do this in order. So the Death Eater blanket, I did start it. I thought I had it, and then once I started doing it, the more I got into it, the more I didn't like it, and the more I felt like it was fighting me, like it wasn't. You know how when you do a creative project or you're trying to figure something out, and you're like. That's, that's not the answer. That's not the thing. And then the moment you figure it out, you're like, oh, well, of course. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. It's I didn't like it. I felt it felt like the I was forcing it. And so I've put it away for now. I do like the color combinations I've come up with. So I just have to think of a different way to go about it. And then the Lord of the Rings blankets. I have two ideas. I'm going to put them on, and I have them on my uh, corkboard downstairs. I have some inspiration pictures and color uh, swatches. But I'm going to put those on hold for now because what I think I'm going to do is just stick to common room blankets for now. Okay. So I found a pattern for what would be, I guess, a series two um, and start working on the color combination for each house. Mm-hmm. And then as far as DMing that lady, right around the time I said that, I decided to delete Instagram off my phone. <laughs> so I haven't done it yet. I haven't been on Instagram and in like, I don't know, what was that? Like a month? I haven't been it's on. Been I months, check yeah. it like briefly on my computer, but the uh-huh. computer doesn't play the stories, which is what I usually watch. It doesn't play it properly. So I just don't bother. Um so yeah, I haven't, but I did have a workaround about that because she is a maker and she has been on Etsy for nine years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's successful at it because she's been able to keep carrying on with it. Um, I was going to ask her if maybe, and ask you at the same time, if she might want to be on the show. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Cause she's done one podcast already. She's mm-hmm. very British, which is adorable. Okay. Um, we would have to do uh, an afternoon. Yeah, she lives in England. So it would be an afternoon. But I just thought of throwing it out there. The worst she could say is no. So I'm comfortable with that. And then we'll see where it goes. But okay. yeah, I, I needed to get off of social media. because And Instagram is the only one I really have. But it was getting to the point where I was slipping into bad habits of just wasting hours scrolling. And it was just mind numbing. And it wasn't good for my mental health so i i deleted i deleted off my phone did not delete my account uh i've known better i've done that before and it never i wind up starting a new one so we're we're not deleting the accounts we're just deleting the app for now and then but, but i've been thinking about uploading it recently so we'll see maybe next month <laughs> okay 
yeah um this this uh the stories on the top i check them just because it bothers me to see them lit up up there yeah that's why i check them but i also like them but yeah if i see a red circle around the picture uh-huh that outline that shows you there's a new one i have to check it it's like oh, a yeah. <laughs> my thing though is most of the time i'm just literally just clicking through them i'm um, not even really watching them i'm not looking i'm just i have to clear it yeah. now the thing that gets me though is the um the reels the the tiktok oh, part of it yeah <laughs> and yes i will find myself just oh wow look 45 minutes just gone like exactly that. which is why i don't have tiktok because instagram already you can upload tiktoks to instagram and that's where i get sucked down these holes yes it's freaking tiktok on instagram and i'm like i can't have ever have tiktok never i will yeah. never come out of that if i actually get a tiktok account not that i'll make anything but it's just getting lost in the what is it millions now of little short clips of content and just yeah it'll be yeah, too much yeah. i think i feel like it sucks my creativity and my sort of energy out and it just it's not used properly it just gets wasted yep yep no I, I it's one of those things i've i'm like okay i've, I've i need to become better at deciding when is a proper time yeah to, that you know it's just like all right well if i've got 30 minutes to burn and like can't really do anything else and that's fine mm-hmm. but yeah the problem is is i'll start doing it I'm like oh well i'm about to go to bed i'm not tired yet i'll sit here and then yeah i screw myself up so completely understand that um ray do you want to go next sure all right uh let's see here uh phone always wants to go dark because reasons um let's see here you all you had now was planning halloween <laughs> no uh-uh. Um, I have an idea what yeah. I want to do and I want to order it. Uh, I just haven't done it, so. Okay. Yeah, you and Logan. Yeah, I, I have about it. I have ideas in my head. I haven't really. Yeah. No, I did other stuff instead. So what'd you do? Uh, well, uh, I learned to crochet. Oh yeah, I taught him the other day. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. So I am uh, making a very long scarf because scarves are never long enough for me. Uh, in fact, uh, it's it's super. It's long, like which this, is great. it's it's as wide as if he he could keep going and basically make a blanket out of it if he I, wanted to. If I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so when we went up to Quebec, I whittled a little bit while I was up there. I created mm-hmm. another wizard, uh, but I left them. I left him behind. It was really cute. He hid it um, on their in their camp somewhere. It was really yeah. cute. Nice. So they may or may never find it, and that's okay. Um, I've, uh, so I also did an apple for apple of the, uh, apple a day challenge, which is, um, uh, Chris's cousin, mm-hmm. uh, Cleo Lant, go check her out. Cleo Lant, absolutely. She's, she's an awesome a, artist. An amazing artist. Um, she, she's she so went to young. school for she's artists, uh, artistry. Yeah, she yeah. did. She went to Sheridan College, which is for their animation program, which is where Disney and Pixar hire their people from. Oh, okay. yeah, in Canada. Yeah. She's not doing that because it it kind of killed that dream, but um, yeah. she's an incredible artist. Yeah, so she's a great artist. Uh, anyway, she was doing Apple a Day uh, Challenge, so pay, um, you know, coming up with different uh, ideas for apples. Uh, I, I had one, and I did uh, the Golden Delicious, which is my favorite apple, uh, and I have an idea for the last one. Uh, so the, the deal was that you could do as many as you wanted. I didn't have to do all of them, so what I'm going to do is – 
uh, a final project, which hopefully I'll share. I don't want to give it away just now, but um, you can gotcha. share. It. I, I'll I share. To know. I'll share after you already know it. Um, I? After we're done recording, I'll oh. share it with Eugene as well. So. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna work on that. Uh, well, so tomorrow we're going up north. Yeah. Um, not as far north as not Quebec. as far north. Uh, and so there's another painting that uh, I'd like to work on, and I'm gonna get better pictures for mm -hmm. uh, reference that uh, I'm I'm sort of working on. Mm -hmm. Um, and oh, <laughs> well, this is a different like no, somebody no. else was creative in this endeavor, but I came up with you came up the with the idea, but she so, executed it. So we decided to get oh, okay, yeah, there yeah, we go. That so awesome. Yeah. That was yesterday, that was all fill in. That was yesterday, that was yesterday, that was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the audio listeners, uh, he was showing oh, yes. off a new tattoo, so. Yes. New uh, tattoo. Took five hours. Um, she got really into it. Yeah. Plus, it was a color. part of a cover-up. <laughs> and there was a job. bit of a cover-up uh, as well in this area. So, yeah. Uh, which is all right. Um, yeah. So, lots of different little projects, mm -hmm. uh, little creative things. We figured out our layout for the kitchen, which was a huge creative project because we've been struggling. I we talked about that in the last one. No, because we, we just recently decided it. No, I don't. This oh, is the first okay. I'm hearing about it. So, so yeah, that was another creative process. I brought up because uh, we've been, it's been fighting us for a while. So I brought up um, IKEA has a really good. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, and so I put the whole layout and I messed around with that quite mm -hmm. a bit and yeah. then finally came up with a layout that Chris likes. So yeah, yeah. So that was creative. <laughs> oh, it was because. <laughs> It's going to cost a lot of money. I, you know, you want to make sure that it's efficient, but also yeah. and, and it works for you and that it fits the space because there are fixed things that we can't move. But but it also fits the feel of but the, the entire the house because we don't. Right now with, it doesn't. With a century home, right? You don't want something that feels you like. You don't want a brand new kitchen in a century, like a brand new off the showroom granite with like modern fixtures and modern mm. cupboards you don't Just want that feels out of place it does so. at least for us it does some people yeah. like it but we don't like that juxtaposition yeah. we want it to all flow so we're gonna make a flow we're gonna make a flow <laughs> will the um the things that you're part you'd be purchasing from ikea uh or are you purchasing from ikea are you going with someone else you just used it for the layout just used it for, for the layout, layout. for uh -huh. now for now, if if we do go through IKEA, uh, we're going to be very picky about what we pick from them. We're actually probably going to have to go to a showroom instead of do it online. Yeah, no, it'll have to be a showroom. We're going to have to drive the three hours to go to the nearest to IKEA. Actually, take a look at their cabinetry <laughs> yeah, and everything to see go. if we like it. Um, I have a feeling we're not going to like it. So, but I'd rather know for sure. Yeah. I mean. I it's not bad for for certain types of homes. It's great, but for what you're describing, that's why I was like, "Are you going through IKEA?" Because I can't imagine anything they'd have that fits and what you want. We can't find it on the website. I'm just trying to think that maybe it looks different yeah. on the website than it does in person. So if yeah. it looks different in person, that's then it changes the game. But if it looks like what it looks like on the internet, then but we used I we used IKEA in our cottage kitchen and it was amazing. It was and great. Uh, you they, could do it yourself. Yeah, they've got they've got a great process for it. They've got I love their their, their like their um, the the drawers and everything that mm -hmm. they come out and, and the cupboards. That, I love all of that, uh, but it just it's 
it's the look. It's the look that we're trying to go after. So. Gotcha. So do you think it will be uh, more doable here? Hopefully pretty quick since um, at least here in the States, I would assume the same thing in Canada that uh, lumber prices are falling drastically. Yeah. Like they're about, they're yeah. almost not quite where they're at, but they're getting dang near close. Yeah. They're getting there. Uh, the They're getting more manageable. Like if we were to yes. have in a pinch, it wouldn't cost an arm and a leg. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is fantastic. Yes. Um, the The one thing holding me back is I understand that some of the stores are still up in their price because they paid the higher price for that product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm waiting for inventory to kind of get cleaned up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that makes sense. And we wanted to do um, just for setup purposes because, you know, uh, we don't really use our dining room. We're, we're eating in front of the television kind of people. <laughs> um, so the dining room is basically just a nice it's, feature that sometimes... For- it sometimes fan, get used. It's fancy, fancy dinners, dinners. With, when we have, you know, the, so we've decided people. that we want to get the dining room and we're not doing bookcases in the dining room. We're doing a little nook. We can we'll show you what we mean. And then the bookcases here in the living room first so that these rooms are done. And then when the kitchen gets totally demolished, at least I can set up a makeshift kitchen in the dining room mm-hmm. and um, have that because then I'm not worried about it. Not every that makes sense. Everything will be in its place and I can yep. work around that. Because the yeah. kitchen's going to take us a long time. The kitchen's probably going to take us close to six months to do. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. In and around that. When we actually get there. When we get to it and start doing it. Because <laughs> we have be to around. do drywall and everything. Yeah, that's go what I mean. Right oh, back. yeah. Oh, so y'all are pulling it down to, like, the studs. It's got Very it. We close. have to. We have to. We have no choice. choice. Yeah. So, and we have to redo the floors, too. So it's going to take us probably close to six months. Six, yeah. Yeah, well, we're used to it, right? Like, we lived through renovations. We lived in a rental site for six years, so yeah. six months isn't a whole lot. So, and if we do tear it all the way back, I'm now thinking, okay, do we go and do insulation in the exterior wall? And do we do vapor no, barrier and, no and all the other because, stuff? So, anyway. Yeah, there's no point because we'll it's it in none of the other walls. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. we don't have insulation in our walls. <laughs> none. Oh, that's not good. In any wall. <laughs> well, it's actually not bad because of the it, way the house is built. Yeah. So, and then when we put the siding on, um, we put insulation foam on board the on the outside. And, okay. Uh, so there's there's the siding. There's the ins, uh, it's ISO board that goes there. Uh, it's one inch thick, and then you have at least an inch thick of wood. It's thicker through, than that. Uh, yeah, it's probably an inch and a half. Um, tongue and groove. of tongue and groove wood on the exterior of the mm-hmm. entire house. Then you have a good airspace, and then you've you got, got the, tongue, the, the lath and plaster. The lath and plaster after that. So there's quite a bit of space there. It's just, uh, yeah. Gotcha. I don't think he needs it. Yeah, it's, anyway. it's much. As long as your energy bills aren't stupid, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. No, they're fine. So yeah, we've, right. we've the creative process of figuring out finally, and it's also. Sidebar, very important to live in your space before you reno it, you know, to know how you actually use it. Because what we were going to do when we first moved in is very different from what we're doing a year, almost a year and a half living here and actually using Mm -hmm. the space. Yep. Way different. Way different. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I know you all flipped your the living and and dining as it was just because it worked out much better for you. So way better. Oh, yeah. yeah, way better. And surprised this wasn't the, yeah, the I'm setup. surprised this wasn't the living room all along. And it might have been. I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> oh, well, 
What have you been up to, Eugene? Uh, look at you like a professional throwing over. <laughs> oh, I'm learning. I had on there continue uh, ecto conversion install lights. All right, so let me start with that. Um, so Christy and I have slowly but surely been. We're, we're the plan is we're going to live in the in this house for another four to five years, and um, as a result of that, we're slowly but surely doing some stuff minor stuff that needs to be done things that we'd like to do uh but we're not planning on dumping you know a, a ton of money into the house yeah. uh so we had some of the walls repainted because we were having so many problems with trying to find matching paint and everything um so we've we've had several of the walls and several of the rooms repainted and uh, as a result of that oh well, i should say one of the other things that went along with that is we had these light fixtures in the hallways and like in the uh bedrooms uh and and uh, a bathroom or whatever and um i was wanting to change them out so when we when we had the bathrooms repainted we changed out the light fixtures and the mirrors and stuff in there and it's made a huge difference i think it looks much much better um and then there were these other like i said these other lights in these other places and in some cases they were just like an older cheap fixture that we had up there since we moved you know since we built the house but like literally in the boys' closet and uh, bedroom closet, my my closet and Christie's closet, um, it was literally just like a a porcelain fixture with a single light bulb with like a metal thing around it. Like that was it, which is fine. Like you know, I did change out the bulbs in them eventually so that they were LED, so they were brighter. Um, but still, it just didn't look very finished. So I was like, well, I want to do um um. Like can lights, like eyeball, I, I've always referred to them as eyeball lights, you know, can lights. Yeah. Um, and I found that uh, at first we weren't sure about it because they do look different than the eyeball lights that are already installed in the house. But Christy was like, no, I think it's fine. Um, the new version of these things, the LED ones, uh, you don't have to have a canister at all. You literally just cut a hole as long as it's got, I think it has to have at least six inches or so, maybe, maybe. No, I think it was six inches. It's not very far about six inches above it, uh, free. And, uh, as you just, you, uh, uh, um, uh, you take the paper that comes with it, you draw it out, cut the hole, um, wire it up, kind of force everything up in there. And then it literally just kind of clamps on, you know, it's got these two clamps that, you know, slap down on the, uh, drywall and it sits flush with, with the, uh, with the ceiling. And they are so, oh, they're so good. Um, <laughs> You, the ones that I bought are dimmable. You can also change the color temperature on it. So I had to make sure I had the color temperature set right. But uh, I've gotten that done in all these different locations. And it just looks so much like it's insane, the difference in light. Because in some cases, they were the um, the fixtures used like those little bitty bulbs. And they're kind of hard to find LEDs for those. So they were using the old style incandescent. So literally, the rest of the house has this bright daylight led you know pure white light and then you go in the hallway and turn on the light and it's it just looks yellow and it's <laughs> horrible and so now it's bright white and it looks fantastic um so i got that stuff done the next step in the home renovation process and probably honestly kind of well no there's one other thing we might do but uh the second to last thing that we may start doing here in the next month or so is um all of the uh um hardware for the doors and stuff is uh um like a chrome gold color 
and they're all knobs. And so we we want to change out. We're not going to go with anything super expensive, but we want to change them to black. Uh, Christy, like, okay, so every room in the house was a different color when we originally painted. And uh, Christy's Christy's mode right now is, um, I don't want to say neutrals, but mm-hmm. black, white, gray. I love the way it looks. It is a very modern look for everything. So we're looking at changing out all the fixtures. And I wanted to just go with something that's not too expensive. And that mess gets really expensive, especially when if you do it right. Because when you do it right, it's not only the door handle, but you have to do the jam. You also have to do the uh, hinges. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So I was going to start doing that and start it like at one end of the house and basically make, maybe do a room a month. And yep. slowly just start making our way through the house. Um, my only concern with that is is our cat, Luke, uh, will go to the back door. He understands that this is what operates the door to allow it to open. Of course, he doesn't have the dexterity to do it. But he will stretch up and put his paws around the door knob. Aww. He can't do anything with it. Yeah. But he knows this is how it activates. And I'm just a little concerned that if I put a bar handle on there, he's actually going to be able to reach up and open the door. So we're going to oh, have to see how that works out. Yeah, he. Oh, yeah, I could totally see him doing that. So does she want so – I'm just trying to picture my – gray walls, white trim, black hardware? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's very much like a nice a nice neutral gray. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be nice. And she wants like everything – like the main common room areas done or like everything. So everything. So like uh, right now, the only uh, the guy, unfortunately, did not paint the one little hallway that leads kind of mm-hmm. to the boys room. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's very close in that gray color. The only things that are not have not been painted gray are my office, which you can't see because of the, the bookcases. Behind me, but my office is blue. The boy uh, kind of a, a darker blue. The boys room is a light blue. Mm-hmm. And then our bedroom is a steel blue. And that's it. Everything else is gray. And we're eventually going to have all of this painted as well so that when we do eventually hand over the keys, you know, to the house, to someone else, it'll be, you know, it's not a, it's not a light gray. You can definitely, you look at it and go, oh, that's definitely great. But it's, it's not too dark. It's not too light. It's just a really good looking modern gray. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and it looks really good with the flooring that we put in and everything. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm probably going to start on that here in the next month or so. So, um, Because uh, the other thing that I've been working on is uh, my ecto conversion. So I'm trying to remember where I left off last time. Um, I'll just kind of tell where I'm at at this point. So I I met a huge benchmark for this whole process, and that is I had purchased – well, one of the whole ideas for doing this was that I was going to make it convertible so that I could take everything off my car and it could be just a normal flex driving around – uh, really wouldn't be able to tell. I mean, yeah, you can look at my license plates now. Um, I think maybe that's happened since I don't remember if that's happened since the last mm-hmm. show, but yeah, I got, I got for the first time in my life, I'm that guy. I have custom license plates, <laughs> uh, but it's nothing douchey. It says Ecto one F, uh, for flex. So, but anyway, um, so the idea was that I was going to, I found this, this pulley system, uh, on Amazon that you install in the roof of your garage. It's up to 200 pounds and um, it's for like kayaks or it even says, you know, just doing storage stuff in the garage. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, I should definitely be able to keep this below $200 or 200 pounds. So um, 
I wasn't 100% sure about this until I actually got it going, but luckily I got it installed and it's working. Uh, like this was kind of a hinge on everything working and thanks. So thank God it did. Um, and luckily the way that my garage is laid out, um, I mean, it's a crap ton of, of cord that I have to wrap up, but I can literally, um, pull my car out and lower, uh, uh, the roof rack all the way to the ground. So, from this point going forward, as long as I don't do something really stupid, I don't have to have Christy to help me um, take the roof rack on and off or, or do anything else with it. So as it sits as it sits in my garage right now, the basket with the uh, tubes that are on the side, have I installed those that are on there. Um, I originally had the, uh, the light bars, which are actually sitting over here to the right of me, on installed as well. But the um, the screws that I had bought, I miscalculated and were just a little too long. They would have scratched the hell out of the roof of my car. So we had to take those off. I had to take those off really quick. Um, I've got to go buy a little bit shorter screw for that. But I've got to, to install those. And literally, at, right before we started uh, watching the, or, you know, start doing the show, the wooden, the wooden part of the basket uh, that that, or the wooden part of the the. Um, roof rack that sits inside the basket um i've almost got the entire frame done on it nice. uh i still have to paint it i still have to paint although i've already 3d printed and painted and uh are uh, sanded um i'm hoping i can get a lot of that stuff done and i will literally be down to at this point uh, the only other thing i would need to do is uh i mean i still have to run some cables and stuff is completely figure out how i'm going to do the special item that's on the back um but even then i have started working on the coating on it and i've got one last thing i've got to figure out uh i don't remember if i mentioned it on the show no one hardly listens to it so i'll go ahead and explain it um not that anyone who's a ghostbuster would even anyway uh so one of the things that i'm doing for this is and uh <clears throat> is um I'm taking a trash can and basically cutting off the bottom part of it and flipping it upside down. I'm going to put a bunch of stuff on it. I'm turning into what's called a super slammer. Uh, the video game that came out years ago on the Xbox and PlayStation, they re-released. There are some levels. I know there's at least one. No, there is a couple of levels in the game where um, they're driving the, they're driving the Ecto through New York and the guys are walking along. And if there's a ghost, instead of capturing the ghost and throwing out a trap, you literally pull the ghost, you wear out the ghost, you pull the ghost over to the Ecto, and there's a giant, essentially, it's kind of like a combination trap containment unit on the top of the thing, and you slam it down into it, what's called the Super Slammer, and you can store all the ghosts that way. And I was like, man, I would really like to do that, because I don't, I have yet to see anyone else do this in any of the communities. And... So I've I've been working on the coding and I've got it figured out. So the way that it sets right now is is when it gets power, I'll have LEDs, chaser LEDs going around the top of it. And then the idea was uh, using um, infrared light, you know, just using a very simple IR like you know for a remote control. Yep. Um, someone could be walking along, pretend like they're catching a ghost, aim, hit it with an IR blast. It would cause the lights to get faster and turn white, and then everything would shoot up super white, super bright for a few seconds, like it's actually sucking the ghost in, and then shoot out some smoke. Okay. Um, I've got pretty much all of that figured out, except for how to activate it. 
And the first uh, IR uh, LEDs that I bought aren't, weren't doing what I wanted them to do. I just got a new set in today, and I'm hoping this is going to work. Um, my only concern is is I, I'm pretty sure the coding on this will work and the electronics part of it will work. My only concern now is, is and I don't know why I thought about didn't think about this, um, sunlight actually has a lot of infrared in it as well. Uh, so I may have to. I may have to I may have to design like a little hood for the IR sensors so that maybe the sunlight's not getting to it as easily because you're you're going to be aiming up so it's fine if it if it blocks from blocks it from up top. Um, but honestly, I'm just going to have to code this, get it all together, and then take it outside and give it a shot <laughs> and yep. see if it works or not. If it doesn't, I think I've already got a backup plan. I've already found a board and receivers that i can buy that will let me do it instead of with uh infrared it'll let me do uh, radio frequency so that technically i could be anywhere it, the only the only reason i'm still pushing for for ir is is i could literally 3d print and design an led with a watch battery that you literally just kind of push together and i could make crap tons of these things and like if i'm in a parade i can give them to tons of people to use Whereas if I'm going to do the um, the radio frequency, each one of the the one button uh, remotes is yeah. about seven bucks a piece. So yeah. I'd be kind of limiting myself. So yeah, um, yes, you could get you could do like a hey, if you buy one of these, it could you know you get to do that. Like it would be like a, <laughs> one of the other tell the other Ghostbusters that is that what you're saying? Yeah, just saying. <laughs> yeah, um, but because, uh, like, for example, here, like, I don't even know where I got this LED from. Th- this is a multicolor LED, and like, you don't even have to change anything to it. It automatically just changes its color. So it's literally just the watch battery in. Wait a minute, there it goes. Get on there. Do what you're supposed to do. There it goes. Well. Anyway, but yeah, literally it would just be the the LED and the butt and the the watch battery, and you just push yeah. it together, and it would fire off and do what it needs to do. So, like I said, I'm in the process of doing that. As long as it's bright enough, that's the other part. eh? like for how far away the car is. Mm-hmm. Well, way. I'm hoping like if it's sunny, you're definitely you're still going to see the lights going on it. If it's at nighttime, um, I've specifically set the mode so that you can see the lights going, but then like when it activates, it gets maximum brightness. Um, At nighttime, I don't think it would be any problem to see it. The other reason I'm definitely pushing to do the um, um, smoke is so that you've also got that aspect going as well. So it's very... It's very obvious something is happening on top of this car. Like, it's not... Yeah. So... Uh, but anyway, so that that that's gonna be fun. So that, I'm I'm working on that. I'm hoping we'll get to that in a second here when we start talking about our yeah. There we go. So that's what it looks there like. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I'm hoping for uh, before the next episode that I'm actually done with this. Like I'm I'm to the point if I can clear out enough time, and uh, the boys have one more soccer game to go. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna have so much time. Because uh, this is literally like at least two nights a week. This week, literally, we had something almost every night. Christy cooked one night, I think, this week, and the rest of the nights we had to eat out. I I have no time. Like it, at night, I maybe have an hour to work on something, maybe, 
And so I'm really think I'm going to be able to finish this up here pretty quick. So, and of course I've already got plans for what my next project is, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> anyway. Um, so with that said, um, one of the other things that's been going on is I have not been doing as many sales on my Etsy store mm-hmm. um, here recently, partially because I've had so much stuff going on. Um, I work at a high school that uh, has a lot of technology. And uh, for those of you who are so inclined, Apple announced last week, week before, a major um, security update that needed to be fixed. Um, my campus had 1600 devices, has 1600 devices that have to be updated. Oh, Jesus. We're in the process of still doing that. Um, so like I've been insanely busy doing just that. Yeah. Um, that being said, between that, between the boys having soccer and everything else, I have not had a lot of time to sell stuff on my Etsy store. And unfortunately, over the last couple of months, I have had issues, in particular with some of the smaller stuff that I sell, and it's because I sell them as kits. And it specifically says kit, which means it's not put together. You are going to have to assemble it. That also generally means for people who buy kits, that means that things may not fit 100%. I mean, I have designed it to fit really well i have adjusted it so that when i 3d print it it should fit but things change like nozzle sizes you know eventually wear and sometimes it may print a little thicker it may print a little thinner uh so you may have to work with it a little bit and it would appear that some of the people who have purchased from me don't understand that what that means when it comes to a kit mm-hmm. um much to my dismay um so Etsy has started a new program called Star Sellers. I saw that today. I just checked into my Etsy shop and saw that and looked into it. Yes. So yeah. in order to become and a star seller, basically means you get a little badge on your website. They help promote your website. Uh, it's 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 just a good idea to kind of shoot for that. And there are three things that it uses to judge it. Uh, one of them is that you get all of your orders out on time. Uh, one of them is that you have like a you know a 4.0 or 5.0 you know rating or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's set over a certain amount of months so i mean you know as time goes by things will fall off and everything else and then the other one is uh oh you you reply to comments within like 24 hours Mm -hmm. uh last month i didn't make it on a couple of things like more than 24 hours had elapsed i didn't manage to get a hold you know talk to someone and they had just rolled this out and i was like all right well you know what i'm gonna shoot for this i should be able to do this not a problem i got the other two things taken care of but my stuff my rating dropped down below 95 percent because i had two people one of them way back when i didn't realize it and the other one just happened i had a one star review on one of the things that i bought or one of the things that i make and her complaints were that it was cheap it looked 3d printed it's in Which, the title. Yep. Yeah. 3D printed object. Um, and so yeah, so I, needless to say, I was a little fed up with some of my customers. So, mm-hmm. which yep. brought up tonight's topic. So I was I wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us have sold something, you know, that we have creatively worked on at some point in time, 
and w- hopefully that experience has been pretty good, but it, it only takes one bad one to just screw everything up. So that's yeah. what I wanted to talk about tonight. So I've already kind of explained it a little bit. Uh, Ray, you're shaking your head here. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what you yeah. got? Um, so, yeah, I uh, this is going back years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mistakenly took a commission piece. Um, I always did my own paintings. I always did the things that I wanted to paint. Um, I didn't like doing commissions because you never know how it turns out. Uh, you know, taking something something on that I just, I, I don't like doing it. Uh, I want to enjoy the process. So, um, Anyway, I, I had created this one painting, uh, sent it out to a cousin of mine. Um, it was uh, it was a Christmas gift or something like that. I can't, or, remember. I can't remember. But anyway, it was, it was uh, the interior of the Sky Dome, which was um, the baseball field where the Blue Jays play out of. They've just recently changed the name of it. I think so it's Rogers, Center Rogers Field or something. Oh, no, now. that. Oh, that's totally different. Never mind. It's, it's a dumb name. Yeah. They should have kept it Sky Dome. But anyway... Sure. Um, so it's the interior of the Sky Dome, and then you can see up uh, and you can see the CN Tower uh, mm-hmm. in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine reached out to me that I from from high school. I hadn't seen her in a while. Um, anyway, she asked for a version of that as well. Now I gave a heads up. Mm. It's oil painting. I did it myself, so it's not going to be the same. It's it's going to be different, mm-hmm. probably a little bit different perspective. Um, it's going to be different colors. It's not going to match that last one. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. Right. So, just a heads up. Uh, yep, yeah, no problem. I totally understand. Here you go. Okay, cool. And so after agonizing and getting it done and you know having it completed uh dropped it off showed her her mom who she's like yep this is awesome she's gonna love it cool now to preface it was for this woman's boyfriend it was a present for her boyfriend yes and then they broke up and and then they broke up and i so i at the time said do you want me to stop then Mm -hmm. just call it off right now Mm -hmm. and she said no no keep going it's fine i said okay so next thing you know, I get a message uh, what, like a week later. Uh, it wasn't like far that. off. It wasn't far off. Anyway, uh, she's like, I, I'm i so sorry to do this, but I just, I, I don't like it at all. Um, it, it reminded I, her too much of her boyfriend. No, it's not what she said. It's not what she said? Because no. I thought that's what she said. No, she said uh, it's just, it's not the right perspective. Colors oh. are off. I just, uh, it, it's not what I thought it was going to be. I, I really just, it's its not what I wanted. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I warned you about all that. But anyway, so I made the mistake. No, I didn't make a mistake. I, I told her I kept the money. I was like, no, I'm, I can't do that. What I can do is I'll take the painting back and try and sell it for you. And mm-hmm. then we'll get your money back that way. But in the meantime, like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to just give you the money back mm-hmm. because that was a custom, that was a custom piece. piece. It's a huge painting. 
I, I can't. So uh, we made a deal. Eventually, she found a different painting that she really liked from from one a random one that I did. She she bought that one out of the the cash, and then uh, I eventually gave that painting to my dad, and then just sent her uh, the leftover cash that was that was out of it, and just to get it over with and done with, because I really didn't want to hang on to this thing anymore. Like I was, it was just it left a bad taste in my mouth. And, yeah, it sort of like depleted your creativity. Oh yeah, no, I I didn't time. paint for for quite a long time after mm-hmm. that. I um, it really yeah. stifled my my creativity and didn't want to have anything to do with anybody or any any art piece. And I really didn't want to put my stuff out there anymore either. No, I was like, no, that you stopped it because you would put it up. There's a was a local co- coffee shop where we used to live. Yeah. And we were, well, he's buddies with everybody, so he's buddies with the owner, and he had his artwork displayed a few yeah. times, and that's how he got. And he sold a good amount of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you haven't done that since, and. No. Yeah, you even you talking about it now. You can still sell it. You're tell it. You're a little. Well, a I've little. got a huge piece back here that uh, I'm I'm hesitant to like. I think part of the reason why I don't want to finish it is because it means I have to put it up for sale, and I don't want to do that. So <laughs> we're having a therapy session. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> getting, we're getting gotcha. the stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and I agonize over like. Uh, her aunt and uncle have asked for a painting and they they want to pay me for it. I'm like, nope, I will I will do a painting, but I will not take money for it because I don't. If you don't like it, I, I won't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> so art for free. There you go. It's <laughs> all starting to make a lot of sense now. <laughs> yeah, because I yeah I I really don't want uh, if if I've created something and somebody wants it. Sure, we can talk about price and we can figure that out. But I'm not creating something for somebody anymore. I'm not like that. Unless it's my aunt. But again, she's not paying me. No, she's not. So, but she did ask you for it. Yes. Yeah. And I'll create something. But if she doesn't like it, that's fine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't get paid for it. So. <laughs> uh, I, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. So. Uh. I'll go ahead and jump in here real quick. So, like, like I said, the thing that kind of kicked all of this off was the fact that, and I, I will say, I I do partially blame Etsy for this because, um, if you if you look on Etsy, if you if you are shopping with Etsy on a computer, the um experience is totally different than it is on their app. Yes. And that's mainly because. So let me just pull up the app real quick. And I'll just look for something here real quick. So no, that would, that's the wrong thing. I'm gonna look for it here. Uh, there it is. Okay. So I'm gonna pull up the Etsy app, and yeah. um, I'll just click on something here. Uh, okay, cool. So like, I, I just happened to click on this. This is a uh, this is a print. It's basically a kind of like a schematic for the original Starscream Transformer or whatever. So you know, it's a cool looking print or whatever. Um, and you can scroll through. It has it has the picture of the item. It has the description of the or it has the title. I should say that. Let me make sure I say this correctly. It has the title of the item. It has the price. 
uh, if there's a sale or whatever, it has listing options here. Uh, like I can click uh, options as to the size of the print that I can do, uh, background color choice, how many quantity I want, if there's personalization, add to cart, buy, whatever. After all of that is the item description. So you have to go through all of that stuff before you even get to the item description. And so like handmade item, it lists the materials, made to order, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Then it lists the shipping. There's frequently asked questions. There's reviews or whatever. Um, Where is... Okay. And so at the bottom of where it says item details, in blue it says read item description. So you click on it and it pulls up a, a sub thing. So literally, you know, I've got it going on in the screen and I click this and it comes up and it is literally an entire page of text about this item. If you were to click the same thing on something that I'm selling, that's where you would find out things like how it's made, how long it takes, that it's, a, you know, you have to put it together and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So part of this, I do blame on Etsy because I hate the way things are laid out on their app. Like yeah. I understand some people may be very long winded, but they're trying to sell something and they're trying to describe what it is that it is you're buying. Um, you know, they want to explain, Oh, this is, you know, made out of polished marble. This is, you know, cut out of, you know, a certain type of wood or whatever. And they don't make it easy to find all of that information. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, I went back through and looked at the way that I described this, and it specifically says kit, and it does say multiple places in there that it's 3D printed. Um, and some, something else that I blame Etsy for is – so one of the reasons – the reason I get, didn't get Star Seller this month is because it dragged my average down. And so I got to looking into it, and I was like, all right, well, what can I do about this? And I've run into this before, but I wanted to double-check it. And their policy is – for if someone leaves a bad review for you is that unless it breaks their or you know um whatever it might be cursing uh, uh uh racism whatever promoting their stuff over yours those type of things they won't do anything about it yeah. and so even though it clearly lists things that should have been known you know, in, in the thing, um, they won't take it down. So they're like, well, contact, you know, contact the person who did it, see if you can figure out, you know, a way to come around it. So I messaged this lady and I was like, Hey, listen, I will gladly give you a refund, but I'm going to ask nicely, would you please take down your review? Because it clearly listed some of the issues that you said you were having. Like you should have read this before you purchased it. You should have known exactly what you were getting. This should have never been an issue. Uh, as of this date, it's been almost a month. Uh, she has yet to return it to me for a refund. Uh, once it hits the one month mark, I'm not going to refund period. Um, I can do, I can post a reply to her comment. Mm -hmm. Uh, it doesn't change anything, but it will lock her comment and my comment in. So I will eventually do that. Like I said, after the one month mark. Um, so it will still technically count against me, but I want to make sure that if anyone were to read this, they, they can clearly see this person, not only you know, this person purchased it, complained about what it was 
mm-hmm. fully knowing if you'd read the description what it was, you should have known ahead of time. Um, and then I offered a refund, and they never, I've never, I haven't heard from this person again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just hopefully if anyone were to read that one, they would go, okay, well, obviously this was someone who didn't know what the hell they were doing, whatever. So, um, yeah, so, I, and I've had that happen from time to time on my Etsy store. Uh, you know, someone will just buy something and be like, I, I didn't realize this one was the other one that I run into from time to time is um, I sell pieces for, uh, I turn around and grab it, but it, it's all the way back over there. So for the, um, my uh, PKE meter that I use for whenever I'm, you know, you know, busting ghost, um, the one that uh, Spirit of Halloween put out is actually a really good product. There are just some little slight tweaks that could make it a little bit better. And so I sell a kit that you can modify a Spirit of PK, you know, Spirit of Halloween PK meter. And I've had at least on one occasion, maybe two now, where someone has bought it and they open up the box and it's literally four, eight, like 10 little 3D printed pieces. And then, and then like a link to a PDF that literally goes through step by step on how to modify it. And they're like, I thought this was the whole PK meter, and I'm like, for the price that you just paid, no, sorry. No. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So that we, <laughs> I have that from time to time. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is why people, you need to read what you're buying. Like. <gasps> yeah. Some of the ones not- got to be on the the purchaser too, right? Like. Oh it's, yes. I understand. Like there are abs, absolutely. There's wish right wish.com or whatever the hell it is yes they literally use pictures of other products to sell their products totally illegal shouldn't be allowed Mm -hmm. i agree that's false advertising if you put in your product what it is and if you describe it what it is Mm -hmm. and you didn't take the time to read what it is that i'm selling you it's on you yeah because <laughs> yeah. i mean the other thing i can think of is like and i mean i haven't run into this but like you know people will post on ebay and they'll be like you know playstation 4 or you know on playstation 5 or whatever and it's like playstation 5 and then a little bitty it's just the box yeah yeah you know, bullshit like that and i understand people getting yeah. screwed over for that but then again it's like did you really think you're getting playstation 5 for a hundred dollars i mean come on yeah um but anyway, yeah. So I mean, I you know I've I've run into that before. Uh, Chris, what about you? Have you? Um, not on Etsy yet because everybody who's bought anything off Etsy, I've known. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Um, but when I would do markets like for my cookies and stuff, mm-hmm. um, I would get people requesting, "Well, do you do gluten free and sugar free?" I'm like, no, but I know of some company that does, and here they are. But I would get that a lot. Do you do gluten-free? Do you do oh, dairy-free? You should do you do, do, you should do, you, do this. Well, not so much that, but yeah, just do you do it? Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, I don't. I don't do that because I just don't. You I, need a separate kitchen to do that. Well, if you have a real – like, it's one thing if you have an intolerance. Like, I – at this point, because I haven't drank milk in about – I don't know. How old's Quinn? Uh, I'm pretty sure at this point I have a dairy intolerance. Like, if I were right. to consume dairy now, things would happen. <laughs> but that's not mean I'm allergic to it. No. It's like with gluten. Gluten is one of those things where unless you have a legit celiac disease, you just don't want to eat it because it's going to make you fat. So there's a big mm-hmm. difference on that, right? Like you're on that health 
bandwagon where gluten's bad for you and it's not um so that was fine and i would direct people there i'd be like no i don't do it no i don't and i wouldn't give them an explanation i'd be like nope and it was usually people that i knew or just like friends of friends or whatever and that's fine some randoms um I gave that lady a lot of business. I feel like I should have got a cut. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> when I started selling my crochet and knitting, um, I had, and I don't know if I ever told you this. I did, but I don't know if you'll remember. One of Ray's, I don't know if she's a former aunt, I guess a former aunt, was wanted one of these things called a, uh, a butt warmer. And it's basically this big fit, like a oversized fiber belt that you put around your butt. So when you're running, your butt stays warm. I don't, I don't run. I don't understand that. And she asked me for one and I'm like, no, I don't do that. And she wouldn't let it go. She was sending me pictures of what she wanted. I'm like, I don't, I don't do that. Who's that? Um, oh. Yeah. And she was that. like, come on, I believe in you. I'm like, and then I just stopped talking to her. I'm like, I've told you three times. I get that you were once part of this family that we both married into and now you're not anymore uh but i said no and i said no three times and i'm not doing it i don't care who you are i'm not making it and i even i wouldn't do it so if you're gonna i'll make stuff for people like i'm making something for um our neighbor's friends up north that we met because she doesn't crochet but she knits so i know she'll appreciate it i'm making her a blanket um but i'm doing that because i want to i'm not doing it because she asked me to um but it's so and you're bringing up a really good point with that I, I touched, touched another I nerve. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> because it's part of customers, right? Yeah. Uh, what is with people and customers thinking that because you're doing something creative, you'll just do it for free for, free for them? Yeah. Or you'll give them a discount because you know them more, right? Like there's... Or just because they asked. Or just because they asked. Oh, yeah. do you think you could do that for like a third of the price? Was like, there are these thi- no. these TikTok things out now with creators that say customer asked for it cheaper. So all they do is they literally just throw every all the raw stuff into a box and said that's how you're going to get it for cheaper. Nice. <laughs> like as long as I don't sure. assemble it and you want to do all of the work that it takes to do it. No problem. Here, that's your discounted price, but you're mm-hmm. not getting it because it took, it's like that song, I, it costs that much because it takes me fucking hours yeah. to make. Like, and you don't pay my, my, you know, like exposure doesn't pay the bills and stuff. It's a cute little song. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I, yeah. it's customers like that and not even customers, just people who, who don't, who think, well, yeah, I can just go down to Walmart and get it for 10 bucks. It's like, then go down to Walmart and get it for 10 bucks. Because what you're getting is, Cheap you're getting and, yeah. cheap something that's cheap yeah. if you're fine with it being cheaply made then get it cheaply made but if you want a handmade item 3d printed custom uh, like a, a original painting uh, a fiber art piece like crochet or knit it, you're going to have to pay that maker i'm not a robot i can't bust things things out it takes me hours upon hours yeah. to make these things and i don't charge even minimum wage for it way less than that and mm-hmm. I've already put it at a pretty reduced price because if I wanted to make a livable wage off of this, it's going to be a lot more money. Yeah. Um, but it's just sort of like that entitlement and sort of that ignorance of what it actually means to make something that's handcrafted. It takes a long time. Yeah. And when people don't appreciate it, it's like clearly you are not my customer base. 
So it's fine that you are mad yeah. at me that I won't give you what you yeah. want. I, I had a cousin bug me for, I don't know how long. She kept wanting me to uh, do a drawing of her and her uh, boyfriend at the time. And I'm like, I said, no, I, I don't have the time for that. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, well, come on, I really want one. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm, I'm not... So I'm really busy with work. I got other things going on. I'm not, I don't really have time to just stop and give you a drawing because mm-hmm. I, um, she wouldn't let it go either for a while and, she, and then drop hints of, oh, you know, it'd be really nice if you did a drawing for me. And like, no. Who's that? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just so, more, yeah. Because yeah. family members can get on your butt too about it. Oh, you could make oh, this. You could I this. mean, I could. I'm not going to. Yes. I just remembered you were talking about, you know, if you would do this. I had a customer contact me and was, um, it was uh, the, 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 the goggles that I've designed that are Mm -hmm. kind of based off the new, the goggles from the new move from the new Ghostbusters movie afterlife. Um, I offer the digital files. And in fact, I had a customer this week bought the digital files, uh, and then contacted me and said, Hey, um, I just realized that my printer is not big enough to print what needs to be printed. Um, is there any way that you would sell me the 3D print, the full 3D printed version and ship mm-hmm. it to me, which I also offer right. maybe a little bit discounted? I'm like, well, since you're since you're willing to pay for the actual thing. Yes, absolutely. So I refunded yeah. I refunded the digital file. Hopefully you yeah. didn't do anything with it. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing stopping. There's no one. There's nothing stopping anyone else who's who's bought it from me either. But what it is, what it is. Uh, but I'm like, yes, I will. I will do that. But anyway, uh, I had a customer one time contact me wanting to not only buy it, but they wanted me to put it together. And that include that it, it's not just 3D printing it. It's sanding it. Mm-hmm. It's painting it. It's mm-hmm. putting it together. And I'm just like, I don't like this. Took me like a month to do. I don't have time to do this. And they just kind of kept going, well, I'm not I'm not very good at putting this stuff together. Are you, are you sure? And I'm like, you know what? Fine. Absolutely. I will do this for you for $700. Okay. Didn't hear anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a little part that they were like, oh, well, let me think about it. And it was just like, man, I don't really want to have to do this. But $700, I may have to do this. Uh, $700 um, is in there box. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> literally, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, all the time and energy that I put on in this, I was like, man, this this took me a long time. Now, granted, now that I've learned to use a different type of filament that actually sands really well, um, I could actually use uh, um, electric sanders on it, so it would cut the time way down. Um, Go tell them that. <laughs> but no, I I was like, no, it, unless I have to do this, I'm, I'm not going to do this. So, uh, but yeah, so I've, I've run into that situation where it's like, you know, I'm, and I've only run into that once. Most of the time, most of the stuff that I sell is, is, are, is already kind of put together. Like I said, I do, do sell a few little kits, but um, it had over the last couple of months, it has worn on me to the point that I think after afterlife comes out, which is in November, um, I'm really thinking about shutting my, my Etsy store down. And number one, I'm going to redo the way that I do everything. Like the way that I have it right now is like the large matrix I have up there. I'm like, you can buy several different versions. 
So I have enough parts printed right now sitting in the bedroom to do uh, two orange ones, two gold ones, and then like the base that could go either way. Um, and what I'm thinking is, is in the future, I may, I may, um, I may print like five orange and five gold and maybe the base for one, like a specialty one or whatever, and just list them separately and be like, all right, I've got five for this month and five, you know, five of this one for this month, five of this month, go ahead and put them all together. And so I can just ship them out and it'll be super fast and people don't have to wait or whatever. But, um, the other thing is that I'm running into is I had another guy contact me and was like, I bought this from you. I love it, but it stopped working. If I, is there any way we would fix it? And I felt, I was like, yeah, that's fine. If if you will pay for shipping both ways, I'll fix it. So he sent it back to me. Luckily, one of the batteries had corroded a little bit. I cleaned it up, fixed it up. And I told him, I was like, hey, good news. I got it working. Your thing, bad news is you spent the money to ship it to me and to ship it back. And he's like, no, it's fine. As long as I'm getting it back and it works, that's all I care about. So I'm like, all right, good. Happy, happy Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's the... The other ones have, you know, and, it, and it's funny. I hear these professional uh, podcasters who are also makers talk about this. They're like, you know, some of these people have, you know, thousands upon thousands of downloads and they have, you know, they've got a huge audience and they're like, it doesn't matter. I can get a thousand positive things. And that mm-hmm. one negative one's just like, well, I'm a failure. <laughs> and I'm what? like, it's that I one. feel now I now yep. I understand. I'm 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 glad y'all feel the same way we do yeah. sometimes. Us mere mortals. It's well, it's a whole thing. Like um, one compliment can out just unravel like a hundred compliments, mm-hmm. right? Because I guess it's just the way our brain is hardwired. But I have thought about um that whole how people different people do Etsy. There's this one woman that I follow. Her name's her account's June Books, and she makes those um those books you open them up and they're fun things um but she only does it she does one drop once a week and she tells everybody and she warns them she's like i'm dropping this it's always monday at whatever time and she price all in the instagram description so nobody's like she's told you and if you didn't know that's not your fault uh not her fault and she does get she does get people who are pissed off at her like why don't you know i didn't get it this time she's like I'm a full-time vet, like I'm a veterinarian, yeah. and I do this. So this takes me a really long time, and it's a lot of specific materials. If they're in, like the, she makes miniatures. It's a crazy amount of time she spends on yeah. this, so she charges for her time because it takes her a long time, and um, they're expensive. Though I really want them. The ones <laughs> I want are like almost four hundred dollars. They're so good. I have to show. I have to send it to me. I want to see what you're talking about. Awesome. Yeah. But she only does, and I've, and, but people bitch and moan at her. And she's like, I warned you, I told you, it's not my problem that you didn't get it. And then another account that I used to follow, they do these like antique uh, hand mirrors and hand combs, and they put these like really cool, like celestial witchy stuff on the back, and they do them in blocks. So they're like, okay, they warn everybody, they're like, whatever day we're dropping all of our stuff on Etsy. It goes, it goes, I can't do anything about it. So you're warned, you've got time, get on Etsy at this time, we're going to list everything, here's what we're listing. And they do, they get people who are pissed off because, well, I didn't get anything. It's like, well, sorry. I mean, I lots of ample time. It's not, I don't control the Etsy algorithm. I don't control the website. It's just those people who are like, well, you said, it's like, 
I might have said that doesn't mean you were going to get one. I mean, yeah. I gave you a it chance was, to get one. It was available if you were online then. Yes. yes. You, get it, yes. you didn't refresh at the right time. And see, I've done that too. Like I've had people contact me. Are you going to be making more of these? And I'm just like, yes. And I, I usually try to tell them about when it's going to be. And I yeah. give them a heads up and I'm just like, all right, listen, at 12 noon yeah. central standard time, yeah. I'm going to relist and just let them know. And, you know, so I've, and I've, I've had things happen like where I'll put up five of them and literally have them all sold within the day. Which is awesome. Uh, cause, cause I'll have people that are, you know, comment on Um, it's funny. I listen to this podcast called Toy Anxiety, and one of the things they do at the end of the episode is they scour the internet for uh, these people who are leaving comments at, on these different things, and it's called sad comments. And they play music and they 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 read out these comments, and it's these people who are just like. I mean, you know, toy collectors are like anyone else, so, you know. Yeah. Some of them are cool. Some of them are just like, boy, you are so entitled. And it's just like, you know, writing, you know, Hasbro or Mattel or whatever, you know, I don't understand why you didn't make more of this one. Only 5,000 sold out in two seconds. Do you not want my money? Should I just flush my money? It's that type of thing. It's it's hilarious to listen to. Anyway. That, that being said, I will say this. I felt that way about Nintendo. Uh-huh. Out with a couple of their things because it's like for crying out loud there are so like when you're looking at a big company like that right a yes. large company making those types of things and only a limited amount you are you are just feeding the people that are uh selling these on ebay and all that like they're they're buying thousands and you are just giving it giving them a little fortune every time you do it yeah, and that's I think that's the reason why a lot of the people are just kind of fed up. Well, there's several different reasons, especially in the, the toy community. But yes, it's like unless you come up with a way to make it so that it's extremely hard for the bots to not just buy everything out, or you know, you put limits on even if you put limits on it, you know, only two per person or whatever. It things like that do tend to help. But yes, it it you know it it runs into stuff like that. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, this is one of those things that, and I've thought this for years and years and years. Um, I think everyone should have to work customer service in yes. some form or fashion. Um, it would not everyone would understand, but I think there are some people who would definitely be like, "Yeah, I remember when I worked customer service. Maybe I'm not going to be such a dick." So. Oh yeah, like it's you remember you don't. It's like when you work in the food industry and you understand just how stressful it can be. You don't piss the people off who serve you your food. You don't do that. And when you're a waiter, I was never a waiter or a waitress. I always worked in the kitchens. Um, And it's chaotic and it's hot and it's messy and because things are happening. But people, I don't know, it's this whole sense of entitlement. My mom's one of them. She was a waitress for 20 years. So you would think that she's the most empathetic person when it comes to weight. No, she's the exact opposite. Her standards are so high. She's made people cry. She I, has been banned from places. I will not go to a restaurant. I refuse there. because it's it's embarrassing. I don't get embarrassed easily, but it's embarrassing to go with her because it's like, Mom, like you did this. Why are you being so mean? Well, they should know. It's like, oh my God, I can't. So the I, last time we went out was like 
four or five years ago with her, and that was I can't do it with her. Pretty sure I over tipped. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, Ooh, I'm sorry, so sorry. Here you go. Being such yeah. a jerk to you, but she she's terrible yeah. at it, and it's that whole sense of you should be. It's the standard that she has in her head because that's how she would do it. So you should do it the way she should do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It could go the other way. But everybody should work in customer service and do the grind and talk to and have to listen to the people who are just bitching because they had a bad day and they're going to take it out on you. What I was going to say, though, is if your mom was actually dealing with your mom, like if your mom, the waitress, was dealing with your mom as a person. Oh, my God. It would be an epic battle. I think I think there would be like that's a whole TV series. (laughs) watch it too but yeah so but everybody should work customer service or something where you're dealing with people on a daily basis who aren't like-minded right where you have to sort of navigate that because it's really it's important to know that not everybody out there is like you and thinks like you and there's other people out there and also problem solving skills and dealing with just having a shitty day because people just dumped all their crap on you it had nothing to do with you but they decided they did, they did. Today's the day that you're getting shit on. Today's yeah. the day you get shit on and, and just learning how to power through that. Because, yeah, customers. I, I worked with a woman. She was a salesman in, um, for a water softener company. And her phrase was, buyers are liars. That was her favorite thing that she used to say. Yeah. Yeah. I've always, I have always hated that the customer's always right. I'm like, no, they're frequently wrong. Most of the time they're wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. 99% of the time they're wrong. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's just, it, what's funny was, is, uh, the other night when we were trying to, when we were doing version one of this episode, mm-hmm. uh, literally just a couple of hours beforehand, I got a very nice email from someone saying, Hey, I bought this. My kid had, you know, opened it up. Kid loved it. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm glad they enjoyed it. And I made me already feel better. Cause I was so ready to just come on and spit venom the whole episode. And then it's just like, all right, no, things aren't as bad as I think. Okay, right. yeah, good customers. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, if you decide to, if you are creative and you decide to sell whatever it is you make, and that's the other thing. It's not like, you know, I, I have, I've definitely, gotten to the point that like i have enough sales under my belt i have enough positive remarks and stuff that i can go through and read it and just and 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 know that people Mm -hmm. enjoy the stuff that i make um that i've i've been able to adapt the idea that well all right well it didn't work out for you you didn't you don't like it for one reason or another that's fine send it back to me i'll send you a refund then whatever um but i mean you are putting out you're putting out there something that you made. It, it's yeah. It's not like I'm selling, you know, whatever from someone else. Okay, you don't like the product that whatever that that's yeah. not. It doesn't reflect on me. Whereas yeah. you didn't like the thing that I made. That kind of reflects on me a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little little personal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anything else you want to add to this topic? I think it's dead. Customers can suck. Yes, Yes, they can. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and move on to uh, what we're what we're wanting to work on for next month. Uh, Would anyone like to go first? Sure. All right, Ray. What is it you're hoping to accomplish for next month? So uh, by next month, I want the uh, Apple of the Day Challenge one. I'd like that to be complete. Uh, I'm trying to get that done hopefully this weekend. 
Um, yeah, I know it's going to be tight. I got to do it on one day. You are, yeah. yeah, on Sunday. Yeah. But I, I want to get it done because Sunday's the last day for the Apple of the Day Challenge. So mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, hopefully I can get it done. Mm -hmm. um, and then hopefully I'll also get the... Yeah, let's focus on your aunt's painting and mm -hmm. get that done. Um, and and the, that's all I'm going to say because i got to start back up work more. So, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, Chris, would you like to go next? Uh, sure. Um, I have two projects on the go. Neither are Fred. Oh, what, baby? One, one more thing. Oh, what? One more thing. Okay. I'm going to finish my scarf. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so Ray's going to finish his scarf, which is, I'm very proud of you. It's very cute. <laughs> it was torture to watch him. It's still it's still really hard to watch him do it because the way he's holding the, any, everything, it just makes me want to pull my hair out and just take it away from him and do it myself, um, no. which would never work. But I okay. would like to, so I have two projects on the go that are not Etsy related. They're for my dad and for these uh, this couple. Yeah, everything's downstairs. Um, I lost my train of thought. Two projects on the go. I think you. Yeah, so one's a scarf for my dad. So my dad has four daughters, and three out of the four are super into Harry Potter. So by force, he has taken the sorting quiz uh -huh. and is in Ravenclaw. So he wants a scarf, a Ravenclaw scarf. So I found nice. a free pattern. Bless the people who make free patterns. And it's knitting, so it took me three tries because I've been crocheting for so long. I'm very rusty. But I love the way it's coming together, and they may or may not end up on the Etsy store, Etsy store eventually. They take Knitting takes me a long time. And then I have this blanket that I made way too big, as I usually do, um, for this couple that we met up north. Um, and I want it – it has to be ready before our neighbors leave because when they leave they're going back up and then they're not going back up till next spring yeah so i have to get that one done by yeah. our thanksgiving which is at the beginning of october it's, it's a couple weeks yeah it's in a couple <laughs> weeks coming up so i would like to do that and i would also like to start taking more i guess etsy classes i was doing a little brief research on my analytics and most of my traffic comes from etsy searches and from Facebook, unfortunately, which I hate, <laughs> hate, hate, hate that. But uh, just slowly try to get myself more educated and what I can do. And I'm sure there's like Etsy University, Etsy University stuff out there that that I can look up and just get a better handle on it. I have been favorited several times by people, which is nice. Um, but again. Just plugging away at that and uh, house stuff. He thinks he's going to get painting done, and I keep giggling in my head that he'll have time because <laughs> I have other projects in my head. But I, have to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, the Etsy stuff, especially when you're being favorited like that, that makes me think, okay, someone saw it, they really like it, and they're like, okay, I'm going to come back to this Christmas yeah. time, Christmas presents and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you may get really busy here come November. Yeah, yeah. So I figured it's a good thing that I'm getting favored because I've done that where I really like shops and I'm like I have to remember mm -hmm. the shop. Yes. Um, so that's how I'm taking it. Yep. 
yeah, the the shop that I buy all of the patches for whenever I do a new flight suit, or if anyone mm-hmm. asks me where where can I get the patches, I'm just like, oh nope, hold on, yeah. it's on Etsy <laughs> store. Let me find it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks. Um, I have two things listed. Uh, one is finish the ecto conversion. Like I said, I'm working on it. I really do want to get it done here pretty quick. Um. I don't have to have it done until November when I start having some parades coming up. Uh, But in all honesty, I want to get it done before um, I want to get it done before Halloween. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my hard date. I'd like to get it done much sooner than that if I possibly can, because the other thing I like to get done uh, maybe is um, if you've seen the trailers for the new movie, there is a um, a trap that is basically – uh, a remote control trap and i'm looking into how to do that and I, of course i don't need it to go as fast as it does in the movie it doesn't need to be super high end but i the i'm having to do research on this and i've been learning some stuff it's one of those things it's like okay i want to do this what do i need to learn and yeah. that's always hard just trying to ask the right questions and mm-hmm. now that i've got some of the right questions it's like okay get this other thing done i don't think this other thing would take that long of course i'm always setting myself up when i say that but um it's something that i would also like to try to get done before the new movie comes out because it would it would be awesome to drive around in rtv whenever it's done um the other thing i may or may may not try to figure out is um the large ecto that i'm building uh once again uh one of the um one of the things got on back order uh i just got notification to Day, I think actually it was either today or yesterday that my next shipment's coming in and that missing part is back in there. So feasibly when I get the next set of parts and I could continue on with that, that usually is like an entire night, which is, I love doing. It's so much fun putting this thing together. Uh, but it would be a night that I'd have to sacrifice that I could be doing something else. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see about that. So, well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show. You can always find us at epicallygeeky.com, where you can find the rest of the shows that we do, including the Epically Geeky Show, Marginally Geeky Show, and Sustainably Geeky Show. Um, oh, that's funny. I still had the other thing on there. Anyway, so um, you can find us on social media at Epically Geeky as well, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Where can we find you online, Ray? The uh, the Relicant Yeti on Instagram. <laughs> uh, technically, we could find you online, Chris. Yes, technically you can on all the shows that you mentioned uh, and on Instagram at Rose and Hummingbird. I will eventually reinstall the app. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Uh, and um, eventually, I, I just don't post that much stuff until something kind of big comes up. But uh, believe me, I will be posting stuff whenever I get this thing done. Uh, and if you want to follow my individual wacky adventure, you can find me online at Optimus Gene on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night.
This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 